0: This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to This Day in History, a podcast dedicated to examining history from a standpoint of determining which event on any given day had the greatest impact on our lives. Now, your host, Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian.
1: All right, we're going to. Here's the kickoff. Since we don't have Tony to inter, introduce this show and his usual perorations, and. Uh, hey, the date today? I don't know. October, October 23rd. Thank you. I'm, I'm here with. Uh, everybody knows me, but they don't know who I'm accompanied by, Andrew and. Uh, from the hibernian order
0: uh, kind uh, shock. of shock uh, except for not but anyway yeah well, uh, I'd i'm be John. proud I'd of look.
1: your irish heritage will you i didn't say that i wasn't erin gobrach yeah what does that mean uh ireland forever i knew that Sinn fein by the way means we ourselves or something like that, that sounds did about you, right. you know that i didn't oh. know i did not know that yeah. yes there's a lot of things you can know and then looks, forget looks like andrew's uh promoting some tinea over his lip would, uh. you, would you like an antifungal for that <laughs> i could prescribe something
2: I got some bad feet stuff too if you could take care of that. While we're at. No, I'm retired. All right.
1: But uh be glad to help out with your facial follicular problem. <laughs> All right, anyway, we'll go start with 42 BC. Did you meant give the date? Was it October 23rd? October 23rd October 23rd? All right, October 23rd. Uh 42 BC, the Liberi- Liberator Civil War. Oh, by the way, from last week, remember we were talking about uh uh, the three, the three in the maniples of the uh, Roman army. The second, the first was oh, the hastati, yeah, and then the second was the principes. I was I on it. Yeah, I, I'm sure everyone was. I've waiting. lost sleep waiting for that. Yes, well, yeah, me too. You, I put an end to your insomnia. Yeah. Liberators uh, Civil War. This is the second Battle of Philippi. The first battle was about two or three weeks before. I think it was October third. Philopie uh, or philopi. Philippi? No, Philopie. I think he would not say,
0: it's I'm sure say Philippi. It's would Say Yes. We we do a horrible job
1: of pronouncing. No, I English. don't. No, I've looked it up. Mm. It's right, okay. Uh Have Have you ever seen the the play uh, or the movie Julius Caesar? Not that I've one. I've heard of it. <laughs> Well, this is did depicted out, in that play. Did it come out
0: before 1980?
1: Uh, yes. Yes, <laughs> it was. 1953. There you go. Uh, that, that's the definitive. I mean, I think they made another one with Charlton Heston. I think that was in 73, 72. See the 1953 version with uh, Marlon Brando as uh, uh, Mark Antony. And a very, very passable Julius Caesar with Louis Calhearn. Uh, and I think, uh, let's see, who played Portia? Uh, let's see, Calpurnia was, uh, I think, Greer Garson. Uh, Portia was a Deborah Carr. And you know how Portia died? She swallowed fire. Hmm. That's poison. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the Shakespeare plays. There are four of them with ghosts. Can you name the other three? I often get Tony on this question. Uh, well, Macbeth. Very good. That's one. Certainly. Julius Caesar. There are two more. Hamlet. Very good. That's three. The last one, which actually has, um, let's see. No, it doesn't have multiple. Uh, the, I think Macbeth has multiple ghosts. That's right, it has Banquo's ghost and uh Duncan's ghost, doesn't it? Well, so, so that counts for two. Uh, That's so, Macbeth. Okay. This other one has. Richard the Third. Mm. That's a tough one.
2: Who's the ghost in that?
1: Uh Richard the Third, I believe it Richard was uh, Edward <laughs> uh, No, no. No, he wasn't. Doesn't appear in that play. Edward the Edward the Fifth, I guess. Okay. Uh, anyway, this is a battle of, uh, you know, Octavian, uh, Brutus, Cassius, and the conspirators killed Julius right. Caesar in the Temple yeah. of Pompey. Actually, um, and this will be a death today, so we might as well get into it, uh, Brutus dies. Cassius is already dead. He died in the first Battle of Philippi, which they actually won, uh, even though Cassius got some bad uh, intelligence and thought that Brutus was defeated. It was He was not. He actually did. Uh, he knocked out. Um, he beat... Um, Octavian and uh, Cassius lost to Mark Antony and then Antony and uh, Octavian defeated uh, Brutus so he uh stabbed himself not actually he did not stab himself if you if you watch the play strato stabs him it says
2: that is a brutal way to commit suicide yes i mean not that any way is any better but well, stabbing a, yourself no he yeah. just said assisted he, suicide he held his shoulders yeah. and
1: he put Hold, hold my sword, and that is not the office for a friend, my lord. Uh. Strato actually was played by Edmund Purdom in the movie. Uh, anyway, and James Mason played Brutus. Great movie. See it. And it's got a great score by Miklas Rosa. Anyway, this is a big defeat. Uh, so this was the beginning of the, the second triumvirate. Mark Antony, uh, Octavian, and Lepidus, uh, who was kind of uh, shortchanged. Lepidus gets uh, Africa. Eh, they, they give the losers, but... <laughs> Yeah. See, didn't, because Mark Antony got the Western Empire. Well, yeah. Didn't Mark Octav- Antony
0: spend some time in Egypt? Right. Well, he, that's right. He got the East. Yeah.
1: Octavian got the West, and Lepidus got Africa. But that didn't include right. that didn't include Egypt. Well, so like Mark Antony goes to modern day Morocco, Tunisia. Uh, or... yeah, yeah. Tunisia, uh, Algeria mm-hmm. is in there. You know. So, and we'll discuss that today because we have, I think, the North African campaign. Right. Mm-hmm, Another big mm-hmm, battle. Mm-hmm. All right. Now this next one, I guess, Jacques, you will take this one.
0: Uh, In 1641, the Irish Catholic gentry from Ulster tried to seize control of Dublin Castle, the seat of English rule in Ireland, to force concessions to
1: Catholics. What do you think about that? Would you like to elucidate on that? uh, Also
2: also known as the Irish
0: Rebellion of 1641, I believe. Well,
1: that makes sense. It occurred in 1641, correct? Yes.
0: yes, yes. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, I, I suppose, common enough knowledge that Ireland was under English rule for about 400 years. Well
1: maybe even more than longer than that, wasn't it? Yeah. They I'm, were fighting I know that under Queen Elizabeth, Henry the Eighth, he fought in Ireland. Uh, so it's a long before they got home rule in what, nineteen twenty two? That was when home rule passed. Uh
0: let's see well the the anniversary of the rebellion actually was just last well, year in uh, well, that was the east yeah but they yeah. didn't work yeah. <laughs> they
1: lost yeah. that was the easter rebellion 1916 right. yeah. which was very well timed because they did it during world war 1 in fact what's his name was H- hanged wasn't he? casement roger casement wow, he's a man he's a big time hero in uh, ireland and he wouldn't have been hanged if he wasn't a you know one of those mm-hmm. sweetie pies <laughs> Really, that's why they, you know, that's why they killed him. They they, they showed clemency toward all the other, uh, you know, re- rebels, mm. but Casement was a so uh, one of our LGBT friends, and they didn't like that much, so they hanged him. But uh, anyway, they did that during World War One while the British were diverted, you know, fighting in. Uh... So I think Casement was in Germany trying to get uh, this is the Easter Rebellion. This has nothing to do with 1641, but uh, the 1916 rebellion. He was in Germany trying to get arms. So technically, he wasn't a traitor. Because he was, even though he was, a, it was sedition against the English. He was technically not on English soil, so right. they didn't know how to do any. So they said, "Well, he's gay. Let's kill him." Hmm. And that so, worked. And I think that's fair.
2: So the Fourth Irish Home Rule Act in 1920 establishes Northern Ireland as home
1: rule entity within the UK. Wait, Until you, 1922, though, I believe that's when it was promulgated, wasn't it? That's uh, when it, it wasn't established in 1922. Isn't that on all the— uh,
2: The Irish Free State Constitution yeah. Act of 1922,
1: yeah. Now, what's Ulster? Was that county— that county that's the north. That's I know. The north. What are the yeah. six counties? Is it county, county Donegal? County Cork? What are the six counties of Ulster? Uh, now, this you should goodness. know. Goodness. Um. Although I couldn't tell you the six counties of Armenia if I were pressed hard. How many Uh, are there?
0: No, but yeah, Ulster Ulster is essentially the north. uh, Right.
1: Six counties, right? Yeah, I I couldn't tell you. County Cork? No, that's in the south. County Donegal? Donegal. Isn't that one of the... uh... Uh,
2: Let's see, six counties.
0: I mean, Ulster is like uh, basically modern day Northern Ireland.
2: It's Protestant,
1: right?
0: No, well, it's mixed. That's I mean, oh, okay. Like you have Antrim, is that Antrim? Antrim yeah, Armagh. Uh, Armagh. Armag, yeah, that's Armagh. right. Armagh. Down. Armagh. down.
1: Down. County Down. Yeah. Firminagh. I don't know that one. Okay. London. London, London Dairy.
0: London Dairy. Uh, just County London
1: Dairy. Yeah. And then, uh, London Dairy is the just dairy. The, the county dairy name. Yeah. <laughs> The Tyrone. black and
0: tans call it that. It really is.
2: Tyrone, is at the last County one? Tyrone, very good. Yeah, Tyrone, yeah. Yeah.
1: In fact, he's one of the guys that fought against uh, Essex and the rest of Earl of Tyrone mm-hmm. during the 16th century when uh, they were trying to put the Irish. He kicked the shit out of the English. Another hero of the With, Irish.
0: With uh, what, the Jacobians or?
1: Uh, ja- no. The Jacobites,
0: no. sorry, the Jaca- Jacobites.
1: No, Jacobites were uh, the uh, followers James, of King, King James. James. Yeah. No, this is before. This was Henry VIII, okay. Elizabeth the I. They sent several expeditions there. Tyrone kicked all their asses. Hmm. Anyway, so Irish Catholic gentry. Ah, nine sixteen forty two is more my area. The Battle of Edgehill. This is the first battle of the English Civil War. Uh, Charles I, or the uh, and he's the. Uh, let's see, how does that go? The Cavaliers uh, and uh, versus the Roundheads. Cromwell and that bunch. Parliamentarians. Although I don't think Cromwell took part in this battle. It really wasn't. Didn't establish much. It was kind of a fought to a draw. It wasn't a big deal, but it started. You know, the Civil War, which ended with Charles I getting beheaded in 1649. Um, so I think it was this one he actually was there. I think Charles I was there, and so was Count Rupert of the Rhine, his major general, who didn't do so good at this battle. All right, what else we got here? 1694, British-American colonial forces led by Sir William Phipps failed to seize Quebec from the French. I didn't even know we were trying to seize Quebec from the French. Did you guys know this? I, I didn't no know this, yeah. Right. Don't they still have it? Boy, I think Tony I gotta get Tony back in here. It's still pretty French. So still do we ever take French. it? Yeah, they, they can have it. Yeah, they can have it. Uh now this is a seventeen oh seven, the first Parliament of Great Britain meets. Now this is uh let's see now, this would have been they where they incorporated Scotland. Hmm. 1707 was an act of union. So Scotland is now part that's why it's called Great Britain now instead of England. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, in 1800, they incorporated Ireland too. Yeah, do you know when
0: they incorporated Wales?
1: Ooh, well, Wales would have been long before probably this, right? Way yeah, I because mean, yeah. you had the Prince of Wales a long time before this. So, yeah, England and Wales were. You can look that up if you like. Uh, 1812. Now, this is interesting. I didn't know this. Claude Francois de Malais, a French general, begins a conspiracy. He tries to overthrow Napoleon Bonaparte, of course. Claiming that the emperor died in Russia and that he is now commandant of Paris.
2: This is what we talked about on last Thursday, right? Napoleon coming back from Russia, yeah, in the snow, and right? He probably should have died. Yeah, well, didn't. he he was
1: doing okay. His men didn't, you know. He always yeah. got the first pick, but um, yeah, he's on his way back at this point. So this guy just took advantage of this and said hey, he's dead. So or not a French, bad guess. I guess. Not a bad guess. Il est mort. Hmm. so if i assume i don't know i bet when napoleon got back he was a little pissed off probably i wonder how this guy turned out anyway hack his head off <laughs> fuck him so 1861 u.s president oh i like this one my favorite president <laughs> abraham lincoln suspends the writ of habeas corpus in washington dc for all military related cases uh and that paints a broad brush over just about anybody in other words if you write uh, you know if, if you write a, a newspaper article and say something like hey we shouldn't be killing southerners and burning all their land you go to jail hmm. for the duration of the war you know yeah. right and that's there again that's uh, french revolution type law i'm sure napoleon and uh, robespierre would have approved
0: tough measures for tough times yeah he's a
1: great president wouldn't yeah. he jackass <laughs> hate that guy all right now, Nobody is more overrated as a president than Lincoln, except maybe FDR. And you can take that one. You can remember where you heard that the first time.
0: Yeah, well, he did pretty well. Got elected a couple times.
1: Yeah, but he got killed. <laughs> Although here's here's an interesting uh, trivia question: Who was the only president to be elected for on two different for two different uh, parties?
2: Abraham Lincoln.
1: Yes, because the second time he ran, he ran as first time he was a Republican. Second time he was National Union Party. I did not, I did not yes. Know that. So anybody, that's a good trivia question. It is, it right. is. And he's also an asshole. All right, 1911. And he might have been. He might have been a little LGBT too. Have you read that there was a there was some theory about this? His uh, law partner uh, Herndon, I think, it's spent a, a lot of nights in the same bed. Apparently.
2: I don't know. I saw Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, and there was no mention of that. Oh, okay. So, so he was a
1: vampire hunter, but he was not LGBT. Right. Oh, okay. That's well, true. As long as that, okay, that that's settled. That puts that to bed. Yes. Yes. All right, uh, 1911, first use of aircraft. Yeah, Italo-Turkish War. That's a good trivia question. I think they just use it as a. Uh, yeah, it was just, just a, a, spotting. Kind of spotting. Yeah, yeah a reconnaissance. Just, to, just the Italians. And believe me, that's the only contribution to war that the Italians have ever made. Wow, aerial aerial espionage. <laughs> yeah, espionage. I'm sure he was a coward. All right, so and it, yeah, somebody probably pointed a pistol at him and he gave up, landed his plane and gave it up. Sorry to all our Italian listeners. I I heard a
0: story about American troops uh, capturing an Italian brigade in World War II, and apparently they were hoping that they would have big stores of weapons and munitions. And what they found the Italians, the Italians, Mm -hmm. yeah. And what they actually found in the Italians' uh, supplies were
1: cheese and like olive oil. Right. Well, these are necessities (laughs) on the battlefront. Yeah. No, have you ever seen those pictures, like uh, where the British fought them in uh, Ethiopia? There's like four Brits and there's like four thousand Italian prisoners. And the British got, like, a pistol. (laughs) Yeah. A bayonet. You know, that's it. Yeah, no problem. Took them all in. Uh, Like 4,000 prisoners, like 10 guys guarding them. (laughs) Probably had a few tanks, too, you know. (laughs) Bring them along. Uh, Anyway, so. And and another another movie you might want to see, we were talking about Scipio Africanus Mm -hmm. last week. Mussolini actually made a movie about him. Because it, it was like 1936, and he wanted to reassert the Italian, uh, you know, he wanted to kind of uh, nurture the, foster a kind of uh, right. patriotism in his troops, right? So he makes this movie about Scipio, and it's kind of poorly made because a lot of the uh, the troops that were playing Romans had wristwatches on, and uh, there's like trucks <laughs> in the background and flagpole. I mean, uh, uh, telephone poles. Yeah. So it wasn't a real good job. A little directing. bit more worried about
0: propaganda than historical yeah, accuracy. Yeah, well, right. You know, so it had its place. Yeah. But Scipio
2: Africanus, the defeat of Hannibal. Right. right. And,
1: and he rode a motorcycle. We talked about that. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, S- Scipio, Scipio was on a bicycle. All right. <laughs> so anyway, check that out if you want to have a laugh sometime. Uh, let's see. The First Balkan War, Battle of Kumanovo between Serbian Ottoman armies. I hope the Serbs won. But mm-hmm. somehow I doubt it. All right. I don't, I'm not familiar with that battle. Yeah, yeah. Women's we... suffrage. Now, this is another... The, In 1915, you know, more <laughs> folly. I don't know what this. This is. This is. I don't know. I'm not for it. In New York City, 25,000 to 33,000 women march on Fifth Avenue to advocate their right to vote. Come on, ladies. It's, anyway, anyway well, they they got it. Okay. Got it, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, taxation without
0: representation is great, right? Yeah, don't you know, tax but, them. Well, don't tax them and don't let them have representation. I, <laughs>
1: I didn't say tax them. I think everybody, even back then, was taxed. Listen, the women the same, always rule. Vote. Vote. Who rules in your house? Your wife, right? Uh, I don't have a wife, so oh, no. Oh, you're not married? Nope. You no, are? No. Oh, I've seen your girlfriend. No. She yeah. she pulled you around by your nose. <laughs> all right, so anyway. and Maybe she'll listen to this episode now. We'll see. Yes. We need all the likes we can get. Women's suffrage. Okay. Okay, where are we at now? We're at Bad now. idea whose time has come. Uh, I, I respectfully disagree completely. Mm-hmm. I think women... <laughs>
0: Entirely have the right to vote. They're humans. You know, I, I
1: should be treated as such. End of story. <laughs> well, should humans vote? Right. Yeah. I don't, so think, all I don't, even, I don't believe in democracy either, to tell you the truth. That's fair. Should I... everyone get a vote? Let's. Uh,
0: I mean, it depends on what kind of system we're going for. Should everyone get a vote? Yeah. Why not? Because a lot of people don't know. Well, should you make them vote? Because most people don't vote. I'm actually not against it. Uh, it's the Forcing case people in, to vote in Germany and Argentina. It's. I mean, like, if you don't vote, you pay a small fine. But... It would. It gives people a lot more incentive, and one of the biggest problems with our system,
1: one of them, is just participation. Nobody, nobody cares. So nobody goes. Yeah, up but to you vote want plenty. them voting. Is that going to make them care? Then I, you're just going to give people who don't care the vote. You know what? See, so that's where I don't agree I, with you. Plenty here. of ignorant people vote. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's whether the problem. Or not you want more? To,
0: <laughs> I, I don't, don't want think, more
1: ignorant people voting. But I think there's a lot I, of people mm-hmm. whose op- opinions are valuable that don't vote just because they don't care. Should they have to take a test? You have to take a driving test. Don't you – shouldn't take like five questions you have to answer correctly before your vote counts? But if – okay. But should that should
0: that affect other things differently? Should you have to take a test to receive – A uh, sandwich at Subway. I don't know. Well, receive education, receive – I don't know if
1: that's a valid analogy. From from Andrew, that's the fire
0: that's department that's or the police department. That. The police department don't come to your well, house. Well, you pay taxes for that.
1: Well, and you also pay taxes to pay the salaries of the people that represent you. So well, then you, you should know who's them? representing you. That's my, that's my point. It's your money. But if you don't care, I can live with that. But I don't think you should be forced to vote. I, hopefully, I discourage people to vote that don't know what the hell they're talking about. I had this I had this discussion with a friend not too long ago. Well, I guess it's been about 10 years, so I guess that's pretty long. <laughs> anyway, I, we had a little bet, and we were talking about this very subject, and I said, look, I have a friend. Oh, we were talking about I I don't know, I, I, and I told my friend that's an associate has an associate's degree from McCall, which he did, and I said, "I'll bet you twenty dollars." You can call him right now, and at the time, the vice president was Joe Biden. He said, tell me, I'll bet. Well, so it couldn't have been ten years. but I think two thousand nine or whatever. And I said, "I'll bet you ten dollars." This guy does not know who the vice president of the United States was, and I was right. I won ten, whatever ten or twenty dollars. I don't know what my point was there, because that guy didn't vote anyway, but. <laughs> I guess that's a good thing. So, But your point is you'd rather have a person that has no interest in politics voting. Uh, it's not that I would rather
0: have them vote, but no. I think they should have an equal opportunity to do so. They, if of course they do. They, do. So. they have Whether an opportunity. Whether they know or not. I mean the amount of knowledge that you have does not – mean it should not be uh, a gateway or a hindrance to your right to vote. I mean what are rights anyway other than things that we've communally decided to agree upon? So,
1: I think we've. But what other l- rights do you have that uh, are curtailed? Like I said, a driving test, you shouldn't, be, you know, or drinking, or, you know, we curtail rights all the time. Right, because of age I don't see why that, well, right. well, I don't see why that right is sacrosanct. Yeah, no, well, I,
0: I think there you it's bring a, up I think it's a precious right. I think you bring up a valid point, uh, but there are some things that make sense as a so- society to be applied to all individuals. And then, like, if you're under the age of 21 or 18, I know that I was an idiot, a buffoon when I was younger. It's not that I wasn't a human. It's not that I didn't have ideas, but I didn't have the same outlook or
1: perspective that I do now. And I would choose to do other things. That's a philosophical, but you're talking philosophical. I think you knew who you voted for.
0: Yeah, but I mean like if we you you, you mentioned alcohol in particular. So, you know, like younger people are not supposed to drink. They do anyway. I I do think that maybe it might – Actually, have a surprisingly adverse effect uh, or opposite effect if you eliminated the drinking age, and it would probably make youth
1: drink more responsibly. That's that's actually my guess. No, I, well, I, all I'm saying is we do withhold rights from people, and I don't see how this, you know, the right to vote cannot be violated. Well, oh, bullshit. Why, why shouldn't it? If you're a felon, you're not allowed to vote anymore. Yeah. How about I don't know. I mean, I I don't know if there's like an IQ test that there's. Do we yeah, let people no, with Down no. syndrome vote? I don't know. Absolutely, we do. Absolutely. And you think that's proper? Because that to me means that your parent takes you down there and tells you what box, to, you know. Maybe, maybe so, not. And I'm not, I have nothing against them, Down syndrome people. Well, I'm think, just saying, should I they have you, to be allowed to vote? You have nothing against them, but you question their right to vote. I well, think I that question I, anybody's right to vote, doesn't know who he's voting
0: yeah, for. Yeah, but you picked people with Down syndrome, and I think that's a low blow. I treat people with
1: Down syndrome. So, how do you like that? 19... Global warming's a hoax, by the way. <laughs> so I'll end the argument with that. All right. In
2: 1917, <laughs> Lenin calls for the October Revolution. Unless you look it's it up, Red October.
1: <laughs> I have October Revolution. What are we what are talking you, about? Red oh, oh, yeah. red well, October. this actually this and that irony is this occurred in November because these guys are going by the the old calendar. That's how ah. backward they are. So this actually the revolution <laughs> took place in November. But, uh, yeah, this, this starts a whole hell of a lot of other problems. Lenin, you know, there's there's like this coalition government, and then uh, we got a civil war that lasts for like three years, which Woodrow Wilson didn't help out. That was a big mistake. Uh, Kerensky takes over, the white Russians versus the reds, the Bolsheviks, the Mensheviks, uh, a lot of great— Oh, yeah. Wasn't about it this.
0: Woodrow Wilson that signed the Federal Reserve Act or whatever it was? Don't bring that up. Yeah, It I gives,
1: gives me an ulcer. Yeah. All right. Well, me too, actually. Yeah. Like, that's right. that's something we can agree on. I, I can't on. get an erection for two weeks when you bring up the Federal Reserve. All right. <laughs> so anyway, not that it matters these days. All right. Uh, Wall Street crash <laughs> of 1929. Well, this is not the big day. This is the 23rd. The 24th is – actually, the 29th is uh, – the 24th is starting, the 23rd. Then th- this would have been a Wednesday – 24th is a Thursday, that's Black Thursday, and then the biggie is Black Tuesday because it came back a couple, a little bit Friday, and even Monday wasn't too bad. Just a tease. And a then minute. the biggie yeah. came October 29th, so that was Black Tuesday. Uh, oh, and this is 1942, Second Battle of El Alamein, one of my favorite battles, um, which the Germans lost, uh, unfortunately, because you know Montgomery defeated uh, Rommel. I, I don't believe I am not uh, one of those people thinks Montgomery is a particularly great general. He had like a ten to one uh, superiority in tanks, uh, supply lines. Every every advantage was his air power. You know, I think you could have kicked Rommel's ass with those kind of odds. Um, anyway, they had to they had to fight their way through like five hundred thousand mines. You know, the Germans uh, planted because they knew they were going to be on the defensive. Uh, Hence the name mine. So that's, is has, that? that's yeah, just, just like a coincidence. It's like
0: a la mode, you know. <laughs>
1: so. I'll do okay. the okay. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> we had uh, to the fight a <laughs> El, a la main. El, main. El, la main. <laughs> Germans lose, British win, and they get kicked off of uh, Africa in May 1943. So it's the beginning of the end for them. Uh, I don't know what Armand, you have Armand, do you think here. you should have to pass a test to tell jokes, or is that a right of everyone? <laughs> the test is in your audience participation and participation. Uh, I mean, should uh, it be a our IQ? numbers are going up? Should it be an IQ test? Should it be a, an EQ for, test? Jokes are universal. Jokes are for free. <laughs> jokes are nothing. They're 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 flatulence. Is all they are. And would but you not right sometimes say
0: yourself that voting is a joke?
1: Yes, it is. Sometimes. <laughs> there you go. Not in, the last, not in the last election. Boom. Sometimes I said. <laughs> now, now you said logic. Now, logically. I'll, I'll I'll discuss that off air with you. All right.
2: Uh, I, don't, yeah, I don't know. What this you is. know anything about that? Or we'll no. skip that. 1944, <laughs> World
1: War some, II, some battle kind of crash of in Palm Springs, Late Gulf, Leyte Gulf, Late Big, Gulf, largest naval battle in history. That's correct. And this is the one where Halsey is diverted by. Uh, th- this is fought off the battle, off the uh, you know islands of the Philippines, mm-hmm. and the Japanese by this time, their navy is basically useless. all they can really do is use their carriers, which is, I think they have one, to uh, draw off the, uh, the the main the main Japanese battle plan was to draw off the main task force 34 Halsey's carriers and then he's leaving the uh, you know the uh, landing vessels, which is just troop ships and a few destroyers by themselves. and it worked beautifully because hey, Halsey saw that the Japanese were coming from the north, took off after them. Left, left the uh, landing, ve- you know, the landing uh, fleet to fend for themselves. Japanese had them dead to rights, but uh, some really heroic uh, um, actions by our uh, destroyers, the uh, escort destroyers. Uh, there's a book I read, um, Attack of the uh, Tin Can. I don't know, what was it anyway? There's a Sur- the Battle of. Look up uh, the Battle of Surigao Strait. S U R I G A O. Great book. Uh, talks about how heroic these guys were, taking on this whole Japanese fleet and really saving all the uh, troops that were coming in. And the Japanese kind of helped by pussing out and leaving. Uh, We lost
2: lost a few ships that day. Yeah.
1: Battle of Surgau Strait. Uh, What was the name of that? Attack? These guys came and attacked these, like, unbelievable odds. They're like like little, basic little pocket destroyers. By Anthony P. Tully? Yeah, that might be it. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: Battle of of Surgau Strait. Okay.
1: It called? All right. That's a read it. Read it. It's pretty pretty good. Heroic. So, hmm. and don't kneel at football games.
0: Nineteen forty six. The right. United Nations General Assembly convenes for the first time at hmm. an
1: auditorium in Flushing, Queens, New the, York City. That's uh, that's apt. Putting it in Flushing. Hmm. It's, it's in the toilet. <laughs> I hate the United Nations. I think we should get out of it immediately. What do they take to our do building you? back. If, well no, listen if you want uh, African girls raped and uh you know and you want uh, people you taking oil for food caused sure caused by the United
0: Nations I'm sure it was
1: performed by the United Nations it was done by United Nations Well uh, what, like UN troops? protectors yeah yep documented hmm. and uh what's his name that guy what? oil for food guy what's his name um, not Boutros Boutros guy, the other guy uh
0: sounds, sounds Oh Gadda- Gaddafi?
1: No no the, the UN guy you, oh, uh, um, the guy from uh, Egypt. Um, yeah. I'll look that up, will you? UN. Right, the UN. UN. Uh, the UN. UN the uh, Ban Ki moon, and then there's, how's it go? The Order. You know your UN general about, secretaries. Boutros, Boutros Ghali.
0: You're not talking about Kofi Annan, are you? Kofi Annan, that's him. Okay.
1: That's him. He is talking about Villain, yes. Huh. Yeah, he made a lot of money. He did real well.
0: Wow. Uh huh.
1: Uh, Operation Linebacker. Now, this is actually a very successful campaign uh, during the Vietnam War. What they're basically trying to do was uh, uh, interdict all this, uh, all the supplies coming out from North Vietnam to South Vietnam. And um, unlike Rolling Thunder, where they just blasted the shit out of everything, these guys actually were going after this, I don't think it was a Ho Chi Minh trail, but the trail that they were actually bringing supplies and uh, knocked out like over half, maybe more, um, and this is actually what brought the North Vietnamese back to the uh, negotiating tables. So this is putting uh, put an end to the war. Here. to bits. What's that?
0: Putting an end to the war. Yeah, but, but, but America never won that war.
1: I didn't say we won, but uh, peace with honor. Hmm. <laughs> have you have you caught any of the? <laughs> I was rather skeptical for a hmm. dishonorable war. I didn't yeah. say that. I did. Yes. I, well, yeah. I don't know how dishonorable it was. I think its intentions no, were honorable. No, but I
0: mean, I, and and I don't, and, and I am not referring to uh, any of the troops right. or the people that were sent there, but the reasons that the U.S. entered into Vietnam
1: for well, the Viet- Vietnam War or what the Vietnamese called the American War. But uh, I think the conduct of the war was deplorable uh, by the government and what, well, what, and sometimes what by we troops were told to. about it. Well, sometimes, but I don't think it was as bad. I've read a lot about it. Most of the troops there acted pretty, pretty damn well. I mean, you've got me lying a couple of but I mean, if you watch Ken Burns, I guess you've been watching yes, Ken Burns. Yes, yes. They're a bunch of marauding murderers. That's probably definitely not true. Most of them did act with honor and did, you know, did help the Vietnamese people. Aside from the occasional village we had to destroy to save, etc. But here's a question: Did they help the Vietnamese or did,
0: uh, from from? They helped the Vietnamese from what? From themselves? From the North
1: Vietnamese. From the North Vietnamese, because there was a puppet government set up in the South that was supported by colonial yeah, interests. But this, yeah, but Jack, what happened after we left? I mean, there were a million, there were millions of people killed. That that was not a pious regime. Read what happened after we left, and then not only not only that, how about the Cambodians too? There were mass murders after we left that that area. War itself is mass murder, and the U.S. did like
0: calling it war and saying that that's honorable when you're mass murdering people uh, and civilians too. And of the, course, and, and speaking of Cambodia, what about the bombing campaign that they led in Cambodia and Laos?
1: That's true, but that was because they extended the war there. I think that the, the problem was you had a secret from the Congress, which the war was never sanctioned by Congress anyway. You know, there was no declaration of war, so I, I agree with you there. And I'm not trying to defend because I, if you listen to this show, I'm totally against all this anti-communism and anti, uh, you know, that we have to do this because we're da- – that's, that's what the government does. Tells us we're was. in danger yeah. and that's when they start wars, et cetera. So I agree with that. But I think the conduct of the war by the generals was not that badly executed. Well, the government I- – but it was in hands. the
0: post World War II environment where the U.S. was basically a, an economically a war machine, and so they yeah, needed. We still are war. exactly we yeah. It are. hasn't changed absolutely, and so they needed new conflicts to find. And so what they basically did right? is, is to start new wars and new campaigns was find an idea to attack because you can't kill it, you can't kill
1: an idea. I think it's rather. I think it's somewhat mythical Communism, though that our whatever ism. I agree, but I just think it's somewhat mythical that our soldiers were just. Randomly killing people. Some of that stuff did happen, but as far as how many we had, we had like six hundred thousand troops there. There were there weren't that many. Believe me, in every war we fought, there have been there have been massacres. You can't say it's mythical when it happened and it was documented. True, but the 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 point is, most people think that even this though was, it wasn't was a rampant. Majority that there were a bunch of drug addicts and they're all you know just drunk with power and killing people willy-nilly and that was not from people that have been there that well, I've talked to and read you know books by of course the soldiers that was were not, drug
0: addicts they were suffering from depression for a lot of them
1: not but, even understanding why well but they that were there. was a small percentage also that were taking heroin or even getting stoned well getting stoned not not such a small percentage well not 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 a majority by any means uh,
0: i'm not exactly sure about that it I depends think it was on around your
1: source 50% but well it depends well. on who you're talking to yeah, the people well. there they all drink Bush Light, though, I think. Well, yeah, that's cool, man. Just watch uh, Platoon. Probably had cans that actually said beer on them. Remember, remember Platoon? <laughs> you know, it was only William Defo- Willem Dafoe and that bunch. Mm-hmm. Potheads. Death? What do you know about death? <laughs> that's my uh, Sergeant Barnes imitation. I spit on you. All yeah, right. What do you think about this next guy? <laughs> Oh, are we out of Vietnam? They are out of Vietnam. In well, 19- not, in, no. not entirely. Not <laughs> entirely. Nixon had a lot to do with Vietnam too. So. Yeah, he stopped it. Hmm. <laughs> There's that hmm
0: again. It's
1: <laughs> rather skeptical. Hmm. So in 1973
2: on this day, the Watergate scandal with yeah. President Richard Nixon, Dick Nix,
1: Tricky, agrees, di- tricky dick, please. agrees
2: to turn over subpoenaed audio tapes of his Oval Office conversations. Why is he doing that in the first place?
1: Why not? All right, well, fucking, this is why. <laughs> Who cares? All right, all right, big deal. Right. Stick like that.
0: Sounds like a off-brand breakfast cereal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was that? Uh, what was that uh, headline in Variety once? Sticks nicks hicks picks. Stick Sticks nicks. nicks hicks picks. Hmm. Basically, it's saying the country doesn't like uh, country mo- movies. It's a famous headline. Almost as famous as that one headline: "A headless body found in topless bar." <laughs> you ever seen that? Is that the New York Post? It's like the most famous headline of all time. Tell
0: me that was an editorial. No, no,
1: it's a true story. Okay. A topless bar. That's a check it out. It's true. It's like the New York Post. I think that's hilariously. Yeah, morbid. it's a great, great headline. All right, uh, we got calling it a, a headline is also funny. Yeah, well, had, yeah. New, York, that's, New York Post. Is that is that yeah. it? Is that, did I get it right?
2: Wait, it's a a movie.
1: A movie? I think so.
2: Well, that that was the headline. They may have made a movie
1: about it. It could be real. It was on the front cover of it, you know, front page. Oh, right. uh, Let's see. uh, Gunfight between – wow, what what is all this about? 1982, gunfight breaks out between police officers and – oh, religious cult. Christ Miracle Healing Center and Church in Miracle Valley, Arizona – Shootout leaves two cultists dead and dozens of cultists and police officers. And you're here again, we're talking about, you know, you want to talk about some uh tragedies and and uh uh crimes against humanity, like Koresh. and uh, you know, that's our DOJ running amok, ATF and these clowns. No I mean, no,
0: no disagreement from yeah, there.
1: So it happens it happens uh, domestically too. What was that other bunch? The the guys uh well, the, the Heaven's Gate? No, they killed themselves. They killed right, themselves, yeah. I'm talking about these guys that were. They had a. Yeah. Were they in? Uh, oh, not too long after Koresh, another another group. It was, but it was like like a few guys. One guy and his family got killed. Remember, you know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, they killed
1: that, the guy and his son and everything. Just
0: were they like up in the mountains of like yeah, Idaho or Montana or something like that? Yeah, not right. Exactly. Like they okay. weren't whole
1: I don't know what cult they were in. Right. They weren't harming anybody. Yeah. And they went and killed the guy and his son. I, I don't know. Talk about some uh, random shootings. Hmm. All right. What do we got next? uh, Oh, yeah, this is a bad one, 1983. Um, Would you like to review this?
0: Uh, I I don't know about the review. I'll read what I have in front of me.
1: So in 1983,
0: the Lebanese Civil War, the U.S. Marines' barracks in Beirut is hit by a truck bomb killing 241 U.S. military personnel. A French army barracks in Lebanon is also hit
1: that same morning killing 58 troops. I forgot about that. Yeah. Now, this is when we withdrew, I think. Reagan got the hell out of there, so, which I think is a good idea. Um, and before you, you know, I don't agree with. Tr- I think. I think Trump. I thought he ran on getting out of Afghanistan. Let's get the hell out of Afghanistan. I,
0: I, I think he ran on on ceasing a lot of the war activities. But you know, Let's like, cease. the thing that's kind of complicated, especially being a successor in in the line, uh, once there is already these conflicts in yeah in operation, uh, really. Uh, you know, like, unlike your prom date, pulling out is not such an easy option.
1: I didn't have a prom date. I sat at home <laughs> all by myself in tears oh. because I was poor. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Well, I didn't go to high school if it makes me feel better. So, all right. So. <laughs> yes, it shows. All right. All right. Yeah, look. look at the company I keep. Yeah. <laughs> sorted. <laughs> All right, I got a few that you did left. Out. I think I'm gonna. I'm good to. I, well, I think the we'll Moscow theater, right? Yeah, I don't care about the Israeli palace. we go over that all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and it felt Yasser Arafat, that Nobel Prize winner. You know, that's what a nice guy he was. Hmm. Uh-huh. Gives him a Nobel Prize. I guess he gets the medal and everything. <sighs> uh, 2002. Though, this Moscow theater was an interesting. I remember following this uh, on the news. Uh, I think what about 170 people? They killed like 170 hostages. And uh, they killed all the uh, this is the Chechen War, you know the Chechens wanted because uh, they're Muslim, I believe and they want uh, wanted independence. So they take over this uh, theater and uh, real interesting some gal I remember her name was Romanova or something just went right she was outside and and went through the police cordon and everything went to the theater and said, hey, to the hostages. let's let's get rid of these guys. Like, you know, she wants to start an uprising and they shot her. but that's ballsy man Wow. No, yeah, no they, uprising, I'm guessing. No, no, she couldn't. <laughs> she, could you imagine? Now, there's a movie. Just uh, runs past all the police, runs in the theater. Come on, get it. Let's go. You know, revolt. Don't, don't take this shit. Fine. And they blew her away. <sighs> so I guess there's no second act there. <laughs> but anyway, but then, they, you know, they. I think what they did was they uh, infiltrated the place. Uh, well, they'd infiltrate, I guess, they, uh, inundated the place with uh, tear gas or something like fentanyl. Like, it wasn't tear gas per se. It was like a uh, an anesthetic. Like and they sleeping, put it through the, yeah, through the air ducts and everything, and I uh, got a lot of the guys, but some of them had gas masks because oh. they saw this coming, hmm. and that's when, you know, and then they, they attacked. Were, and they were preppers. And, yeah, they were ready. They, they knew what they were doing. Preppers, very good. Uh, yeah, they had their uh, C-rations and everything ready to go and, and bottled water. Uh, anyway, a lot of people died, and but I'll tell you what, man, you want to learn some martial art? Learn that yeah. uh, sistema. That's what those Spetsnaz guys do. The, the Russian secret, you know, the uh, special forces, oh, that's Putin, some bad shit, Putin man. probably knows about that. Well, he's a judo a, guy, but he probably a, knows all that, you know? Yeah.
0: There's Whatever their well, – I know we just skipped over the Israeli-Palestine conflict, yes. but apparently whatever the Israeli army uses too has got
1: a lot of eye-gouging. And that's Krav Maga, isn't it? Uh, Cause, Yeah, I think they, they'd use – yeah, the Russians use – the Spetsnaz guys use a Sistema, which is – I've taken some of those classes, so don't fuck with me, man. <laughs> All right. You've taken some of those. Yes, classes. I took like three. No. So, oh, listen, right. I got my black belt. <laughs> well, right. We know had... a guy named Rich Grogan. Yes. So... Oh, really? <laughs> I've had forty-five minutes of training. Uh, intense. You'll, you'll probably be good then. Yeah. <laughs> I think I can take him. You were you were training intense, like on a camping trip. Intense. No, no. Intense. I n t e n s e. Indeed.
2: <laughs> any any events you want
1: to add? Ah, uh, well, 1956. Uh, you know the um, uh, Hungarian Revolution. Didn't work out. The Hungarians lost and the Russians kicked ass. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, actually, by the way, Leyte Gulf, I wanted, to, I wanted to stress that that was the last uh, battleship battle ever. Probably will be ever. Really? You know, yeah. Two fleets of battleships actually had surface exchanges. I
0: believe people are still holding battleship battles to this day. Well, not, not, with, tabletop. not
1: T4, I sunk your battleship, that kind of thing. Hit Not my destroyer. <laughs> Remember that commercial? Oh, you sunk my battleship. <laughs> it's two Navy guys. Good game. All right, would you like to get game. into the berths? Yes. Yeah, so i don't know if, I don't
2: know if you're familiar with this guy. No, but, I'm uh, not. Ludwig Leichhardt, uh, German-Australian explorer. What did he do? Um, he explored uh, northern and central Australia, so he, oh. his death is kind of somewhat of a mystery. He just disappeared in <laughs> well, Australia. That's what happens, yeah. Uh, the Aborigines got him some mangoes, oh, sure. some roos. I don't know if he's hopping with Kangaroo Jack right now or what. But. Playing a
1: didgeroo. What's it, a didgeroo or whatever? Didgeridoo. Didgeridoo. <laughs> It's a good imitation of a didgeridoo. I think Dr. Livingston fared slightly better. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong continent. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'd rather go to Africa than I'd go to Australia. You're dead out there. Uh, let's see. I got, uh, well, of course, 1869, you've got uh, John he- Heisman. Mm-hmm. I assume the trophy. The Heisman Award, yes. Yeah. What, who football is that guy? That's, that's a trivia question. Who's the guy that's depicted in the Heisman Trophy?
2: Um, is it not uh, John Heisman? No, no. It's a, it's actual
1: football player. It's really? not Chuck Norris, is it? No. <laughs> Chuck, no Jean-Claude Van Damme. Dolph <laughs> T- Lundgren. No, I, good to look that up. Uh, I, 1880, I've got one that you guys probably have never heard of. I'm sure you haven't. Uh, Una O'Connor. Uh, kind of a shrewish little thing that's in all the Errol Flynn movies. She's like a, uh, a charwoman or a, a maid, you know, always that. But she's very interesting. Big eyes. And you ever see Bride of Frankenstein? Uh, bits and pieces. Okay. Probably she's just always screaming clips. and cackling like a little pigeon, you know, so okay. she's cooing. The uh, first winner it, of the trophy is. Oh, don't, don't tell me. Uh, Jay Burwanger? Yep. Okay. I knew that. Drafted by? Sh- univ- well, University of Chicago is who he played for, right? Uh, J- the Bears? Dra- no. Cardinals? I mean, Eagles. Eagles, shit. Yeah. Okay. I know he um, played user- University of Chicago, right? Oh, wait,
2: wait, wait. Drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles and, and uh, declined to sign for them.
1: Oh. Wow! Never played professional football. His loss. Oh, there's, there's a, <laughs> but he didn't kneel during the anthem. Yeah, okay, yeah. So let's get that straight. Yeah. 1885, Gertrude Ederle, first woman to swim the English Channel. I hope they didn't give her the vote, though. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Um, oh my God. Oh, Johnny Carson, 1925, I think, I funny think guy. You might fail your voters test. Why do you think I'm single, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, no chicks I don't, like me. I don't wonder about that. Damn. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we. Uh, that's uh, not something that keeps me up late at night. Not, not. Yeah, well, it who should comes after the Hustazi?
1: Listen, yeah. You, <laughs> if you want to agitate over something, try to figure out how to get me laid. All right, Johnny Carson, 1920. I think this guy's hilarious. I really like Johnny Carson. Uh, you guys, have you seen these? I, uh, I've seen a few. Saturday afternoon matinee. That's that's hilarious with Carol Wayne. Oh boy, she died in she died a weird death. Well, I think she fell off the beach and drowned. Sandwich? No, no, dr- dr- they dropped f- How do you fall off a beach? She fall like the rocks on the uh, beach or whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. It's mysterious how she died. Mm-hmm. So supposedly she fell off the rocks and fell into the water and drowned. Well, that's possible if you're inebriated. In yeah, well, there or was form. something. Yeah, that had something to do with it, but that's I don't not know. Uncommon in the entertainment community. Well, you know who died like that <laughs> was. Remember the guy in a, You ever read National Lampoon's uh, Animal House? Mm-mm. Or uh, you seen the movie? Seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy that wrote it, uh, uh, Kenny, is that his name? Or one of the writers fell off. A, he was in Hawaii, and uh, they, they said he he fell off the rocks and dropped and and killed. Uh, he didn't drown, but he landed and killed. Uh, you know, uh, terminal velocity or whatever. Did he uh, get a, a, like an
0: 8.3 on his landing. Yeah. Well, they said he Doug he was, Kenny. The, Doug Kenny.
1: That's his name. Yeah. And they, they said he was weird. He said he probably lost his footing while he was trying to find a place to jump. <laughs> he was suicidal you know but anyway that's how he died fell off the it was in uh, hawaii right
0: yeah
1: doug kenny funny guy man if you read the national lampoon you know the magazine yeah. he writes he writes some funny articles but anyway i don't know how i got to him johnny carson funny guy uh let's see pelé i guess yeah. uh brazilian you can go on this i'm not a here. soccer fan yeah. right. wow
0: 1,281 goals that's in a lot 1363 games that's wow. impressive that's amazing that's yeah. amazing yeah that yeah. means like every time you go out there, damn near you Almost. score. Yep. What
1: do they yep. call him? The Pearl? Was that his name? Was uh, it, was that the...
2: I don't know. The Pearl. I don't know. He did score. Uh, I know his real
1: name is Nascimento. That's his I, I real name. I didn't know that. Yes. I
2: did not know Birth. That. So, yeah. I mean, Played 19- for Santos. 1999, he was voted world player of the century by the International Federation of Football History and Statistics, which I think is fitting because oh. he was one hell of a fucking player. Yeah, I think he And I'm sure he can still play to this day.
1: Well, how old is he? Seventy-seven. Wow! Yeah, I think sure. he's the only guy with three World Cups. Play on three World Cup teams.
2: Uh, yeah, he started. Yeah, because he started when he was I seventeen. Mean, yeah, I think super young so. Yeah. National team.
1: Uh, um, weird Al Yankovic. Yankovic. <laughs> he, he sucks. I don't want to talk about him. What a what a guy. Okay. How about some deaths? Um, I've got uh, Al Jolson. Weird Al's great. <laughs> Who's
0: great? Weird Al. Yeah, Weird Al's great. Uh, I like good. Al Jolson. Better. Alfred
1: Matthew.
2: Yankovic. Talented musician
1: and satirist. (laughs) He's no Doug Kenny. All right. He's still alive. My little mammy. Christian Dior, whose new look was very fashionable. Mm. I think it's sexy. I think she's born with it. Uh, uh, Jessica Savage, 1983. Another weird death. Remember? Now, you you know who this is? No. She was like the first. I don't think she was actually the first, but she's always like the... uh, Pretty much the first notable, I think she was on NBC, first like anchor, woman anchor, here again. No, Did she, should she get accurate. the vote? Probably not. Born in 83? No, died in 83. Died in 83. Car accident, uh, not too unlike Chappaquiddick, Her, the, the driver was guy, I think his name was, he was one of the New York Post uh, vice president, Marty Fishbein or something like that. Was driving. Uh, he's driving. Uh, and She was in the car. Yeah, she and uh, yes, she drove. Yes, and he drove off. Supposedly it's raining. He drives off uh, the embankment into this mud. It, it's not even water. It's like muddy, and uh, apparently they sink in the mud. And uh, well, I guess it was a lake or whatever, but uh, not a lake per se. But the rainy, you know, the rain had created this. Not a real deep lake, I, and actual, they couldn't get out. Actual quicksand. More or less. Yeah, yeah. And she they were drowned. They couldn't get out of their car because they landed upside down, and that was it. Oh, Goodness. So that's how Jessica Savage died. Uh, apparently, I'd like to see it because apparently there was like... Uh, I think well, did, eight, he, did he die he too? He died too, yeah. Okay. I mean, it wasn't one of those Kennedy things. Mm-hmm. He didn't go home and have some you know have a drink and a yeah. little hot chocolate and get warm and, and call the yeah. cops. You sit right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hold on. I'll, I'll be, be right back. I'll, I'll be back with help. Uh, I'll bring help. Very good. Thank you. So anyway, they both died. Now, 2004, my favorite uh, baritone singer Robert Merrill died, apparently while watching game one of the uh, Boston St. Louis World Series. He was a big baseball fan. He used to sing the uh, national anthem at the Yankee Did games. Did he get too excited? Probably not. not night- well, that was a good game, though. Remember? Wasn't that uh, like 9-7 or something? Died that was the game? bottom of the ninth. Yeah. Didn't find out who won. <laughs> but anyway, Robert Merrill, if you want to do yourself a favor, get, uh, go on YouTube and Robert Merrill and UC Bierling singing the duet from the Pearl Fishers. Hmm. Sheer heaven for all you opera buffs. Anything else to add? Any uh, global warming papers you've read lately? It's uh, two plus two. <laughs> I did read a paper that. I, did you see this? That nine million people die because of pollution every year with pollution related uh, yeah, deaths. That
0: sounds about right. Yeah, I, I actually think it's kind of interesting that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in his retired career has taken up the campaign of bringing up pollution as a more uh, a, a larger
1: issue, just because of the amount of people dying worldwide. That's. See, I don't have a problem with that. There's oh. nothing wrong with you There's know nothing wrong with that. It's although I don't know where they can get that, how they decided you know that because it's a contributing I, factor. I I, I, I agree. Right. Yeah, I, so, I do
0: think it's kind of questionable, but yeah. you know at the same time if you're talking about what nine million people worldwide, that's not a lot, and especially in countries where the air quality is worse than Los Angeles, oh, much worse. Yeah, but
1: right. there, here's the other thing to consider though: what would happen if we went from coal to say? wind and solar which are four times as expensive how many people would die because they couldn't afford their energy or heat and etc that's something to contemplate also because we know the cold kills much more people many more people than than warm than heat waves cold snaps kill all a lot of people
0: well i mean it depends on what we're talking about but everywhere
1: Man is more susceptible from to death from coal than from heat.
0: Yeah, but one of the biggest contributing oh. factors to you know like one of the biggest uses at least for, for you may coal, leave the
1: room, Andrew, for coal and fossil go, uh, fuels. We'll, go we'll tweak your mustache. We'll, we'll
0: be short. We, we, I don't think we're going to go <laughs> yeah, over half give an us hour. A, let's this. see. Yeah.
1: Let's see. We got forty-eight minutes. Give us an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, yeah right. just we'll come, figure just come it back. out. And so I think <laughs> come back tomorrow morning.
0: I, I I think it's probably not accurate to even suggest that one of the main uses for fossil fuels is is just heating. For example, you know, like whether natural gas, coal, uh, sometimes even gas and diesel. True, but you it's know, also like,
1: used to transport transportation. But I what mean, do they transport? Food necessities. Well, so you have a hell of a lot more deaths. Right,
0: but that that's that's
1: not based on temperature. No, but it's based on yeah, but burning fossil fuels. So, yeah, of course. Yeah, but that, I mean... All I'm saying is, would you agree that the, the greatest generator of wealth and, and contentment in this, in the world, is two things, are two things? Free markets, well, let's say three, okay. industrialization and fossil fuels. I think those are undeniable. You take away fossil fuels, you're in big trouble, at least for the time being. Now, 50 years from now, who knows? Right. Maybe even 20. Yeah. Would well, you agree I with
0: mean, that? I mean... I, no, I think I think if you just took it away overnight, there'd be absolute pandemonium. Well, that's and what somebody's nuts want to do. Well, I, you know, I think the people that aren't nuts, you know, which <laughs> there are plenty of, you know, where? <laughs> Not in this room. As uh, uh, on a tangent, <laughs> on on, 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 a, on a side tangent, on, just, a, on a cosine, on 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 a, on a quick side tangent. Don't bring trigonometry into I this. I think it would be uh, more apt to test people. Uh, who are oh.
1: going to be representatives? Then, rather than the ones who are going to vote for them. Okay. Well, I don't have a problem with that. Although we'll never get. How about just having term limits? How about that? I
0: mean, if you if you need a test to drive a car, I think you should need a test to, to drive a state.
1: <laughs> well, we'll never have that. Believe me, I'm all for it. Of course, what would you test on? I don't know what, what uh, would it's be a, the test. It's That's an
0: absolutely good question. But yeah. you know, uh, just a couple things. You know, like maybe knowledge of world events or we wouldn't
1: have anybody representing us <laughs> no. well all and, right and I'm maybe, and maybe that would be even better <laughs> yeah yeah probably yeah that's very nice that's that's coming in real nice andrew uh, and me. andrew that's how you avoid the conversation about global warming yeah he, he's stroking his mustache or this nascent mustache like sigmund it's, freud or something well, until somebody else does it for him uh, until yeah. he
2: has a beard like that well how do you how do you think he started
1: yeah, that's true. Got yeah, to start small. Right, got to start small. The mighty oak from the little acorn grew. All right,
2: as Tony would say, October twenty right. third is in the books. Yes. Armand um, is still wrong about everything he said today.
1: Thank you. Um, and we no editorial see, comments.
2: We will try and see you guys tomorrow on October twenty fourth. Um, until then, uh, go on. Brush iTunes, up on your uh, Irish history. Brush up on. Uh, we'll we'll do that. Um, Go on iTunes and give us a good rating or go to lineupmedia.fm and check out all of our other
1: shows. Of course, you're uh, not going to find us on Facebook because Andrew muffed that one.
2: I muffed that one. You will find us on Facebook at This Day in History Podcast, also on the website. And That this Day, Day in History, history Podcast, Podcast and too, right? That And Yesterday right. yesterday in History, and maybe if we get ahead, tomorrow in history. Um, right. So check us out on Facebook. We're throwing up some new content and sharing the show. Invite some friends to like the page, all that nonsense. Some chicks. Some chicks for Armand, and still, please message our Facebook and challenge Armand to some sort of duel because he would love that, and we would I love, love
0: that. that. Yeah, particularly fencing or or what was it? Uh, sw- s- the Russian. Fred forces? Singer, right? Fred no, Singer. S- Sistema.
1: Oh, Sistema. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've My stance. Oh, I forget, oh, don't forget, Ang Lee's birthday. Uh, was Armand has
0: taken three classes and apparently is now yes. quite the warrior. <laughs> okay, we will I'll take any six of you on. <laughs> We will catch you guys on October I 24th. I think you can take out a six-pack, probably. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Cans of beer.
2: Catch you guys on October 24th on lineupmedia.fm.